Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You are explaining to us the gospel message this week, Colin. You're making the point that it's the most powerful message in the world. Yesterday, you were talking about what happened when Jesus died on the cross, how he took all our sin, all our infirmities. He went to hell, as you so rightly described it, in order that we needn't go to hell. Now, I asked you a question just towards the end of yesterday's programme. How can we be sure that we are forgiven? Well, first of all, we have to appreciate the words of that, that we read yesterday from Isaiah 53. The punishment that brought us peace was laid upon him. Now, when a person knows that they are forgiven, they are at peace. They are at peace with God. That is the evidence of your faith in what Jesus Christ has done for you. When you are forgiven, you know that you are no longer guilty. No matter what it is you've done, a person might have been an alcoholic, an addict, a thief, a rapist, a murderer, a paedophile. You, you can imagine as bad a thing as you like. But when you're forgiven, you are no longer guilty. How important is confession? Well, it's, it's um, essential. But first of all, you see, you've got to have a motive to confess. You've got to know that forgiveness is possible. And as I said earlier in the week, the Holy Spirit has to convict a person that they are a sinner. They have to, therefore, face their guilt. And when, when a person is convicted of sin, their sin becomes too big a burden for them to continue to bear. They might have lived with a sense of guilt for years and years and years, all their lives. But when you come under conviction of sin, you, you must be set free. You know something has got to happen. I, I can't go on like this anymore. Uh, you actually feel guilty and you feel condemned. Now, nobody can make somebody else feel like that. That very much is a work of God's Spirit. So when a person feels like that, they're ready. They're ready to be led to faith in Jesus. And they're ready to be told, well, you can be forgiven and you can be set free from that sense of guilt. And yes, forgiveness comes through confession. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But you see, just before that, John says, if we claim that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So you see, you have to wait till a person has that sense of sin, because otherwise, you know, they could just think, well, I'm a good person, I'm a good citizen, I don't do anybody any harm, I'm all right as I am. 
that is called, of course, self-righteousness, which is as filthy rags in the sight of God. And it's deception. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. But when you have that sense of sin, you know I've got to, uh, something's got to happen to me. I've got to get rid of this. And, of course, as soon as you confess your sin to Jesus and ask him to forgive you, whether you're doing that with somebody else who's already a Christian, whether you're doing it on your own, God will immediately answer, and I mean immediately answer. There, there comes this supernatural sense of peace. And then the awareness, I'm forgiven. Now, what does it mean to say God forgives us? I'm going to just draw on a number of, of ways in which forgiveness is described in, uh, in the Bible. It's like the morning mist that disappears before the rising sun. If you imagine... Um, a morning mist as I was going to work yesterday morning there was a morning mist over the fields near our Bible college and it just reminded me you know of that uh, biblical truth that the fog of our sins the mist of our sins disappears and I knew as soon as the sun comes up that mist will disappear and that's what's happened with our sins when we're forgiven all those sins have disappeared it's as if they were never there now this is what many Christians don't appreciate. God's forgiveness is so complete that he treats us as if those sins had never taken place. We are made a brand new creation. The scripture says he puts our sin behind his back, meaning that he will never look at it again. He will never treat us as the sinners we used to be. He will never judge us or condemn us for any sins that have been forgiven. Those sins are forgiven now and for all eternity. So when a person knows that they're forgiven, they have this tremendous sense of peace and freedom. They know they have been set free. This is why Paul says to the Galatians, it is for freedom Christ has set us free. So they've been set free from guilt. They've been set free from sin. They've even been set free from the consequences of their sin when they're first born again. Now, God wants every believer to live in the good of that forgiveness. Now there is no condemnation for them. And you see, when a person is born again, they are made one with Jesus Christ. The scripture actually says they live in him and he lives in them. Um, We'll explain that later on. But uh, what, it, what it means is that there is now no condemnation for us. So for that new person who before they were forgiven had this tremendous sense of guilt and heaviness, this sense of condemnation, now suddenly there is this, this knowledge of being forgiven, there is this peace with God, and they realize there's a freedom from condemnation. They are no longer under the condemnation that they felt before. Now, they might not be able to express that in those words. That's how the Bible describes it. But there's just this sense of knowing that now they're at peace with God, and because they're at peace with God, they can be at peace with themselves. 
Colin, there are bound to be people listening to this program who have been Christians for some time, but they know that they are carrying sins. They have sinned since becoming a Christian. They haven't perhaps confessed it. They've hidden it. What should they do in order to get back to that place? Well, this is the very reason why I'm doing these programs this week. Because, you see, that forgiveness and that freedom is not only there at the beginning of our Christian experience. It is to be there throughout our Christian experience. Every day. So what we did at the beginning, we've got to do, we've got to continue to do. So whenever we sin, we should immediately turn back to God with repentance, ask for his forgiveness, and again, his peace will be there. Um, in other words, if we lose our peace, we've got to get back to the peace. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes uh, Christians backslide, as we call it. They go right away from God. And you see, when they go away from God, they lose their peace. Do they lose their salvation as well? Um, that's, that's not what the Scripture says, because God is waiting for them to return. I believe if a person is really a Christian, has really been born again, they may backslide, but they'll come back. They won't be lost forever because the Spirit of God is actually at work in them, and they may be denying God, they may, may, might go back into a life of sin, but they know the truth, they've tasted the truth, and when things get bad enough, like the prodigal son, they'll come home, they'll come back to Father. And often after a period of backsliding, a person becomes a stronger Christian and believer because now they, they know, I'm not going there again. I lost so much. Uh, now, praise God for his mercy. He's brought, us He's brought me back to where I needed to be. But it's not a good idea to backslide, obviously. It's not a good idea to stop confessing our sins to God? Is that something you recommend? Oh, definitely not. Um, I mean, the one who lives and continues to live in the peace of God is far better because you lose ground. Um, I mean, you know, you can lose months or even years of, of, of fellowship with God and what he could do in your life and what he could do through your life uh, by backsliding. You lose all that. And um, so that's not a good idea. But what I'm saying is God restores us. He restores my soul, like David says in, in, uh, in um, Psalm 23. He, he, he restores us when we need to be restored. But again, that is the fruit of, of repentance, of, us, of turning back to God. Repentance is to turn around to God. It's to ask for his forgiveness. And it's actually more than that. It's to make a, f a surrender of yourself to him. So when you're first born again, you ask for his forgiveness. You give your life to Jesus. And he gives his life to you. And, and when there needs to be a renewed repentance in our lives, we, we come back to him, we ask him to forgive us, and we make a renewed offering of our lives to him. And he restores that gift of righteousness. And this is what we're going to talk about now, because, uh, uh, rather, um, tomorrow, because there's going to be now a relationship of righteousness. And what God wants is for us to live continually in that gift of righteousness. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 